Hey guys, it's Admin Kai here. We're trying something new today. We're doing a mini podcast on Game of Thrones, the final season. This episode is just going to be like what we thought of the previous seasons, a few predictions for the next season because this is the last one. This is our last chance to really get into it as it's going. So we didn't want to really miss this opportunity. Yeah, this is like a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. So we're going to, you know... Talk about our favorite moments from the past, maybe our shocking moments, or at least some things favorite. that made us really sad. Because like Game of Thrones makes you feel so many emotions when you're watching. So many different emotions. We're gonna go through all the greatest bits for us, in our opinion. And then we're gonna predict what we think might happen in season eight. Mm. And then every Friday we're gonna review each week's episode, all the way up to the finale. Yeah, like every time an episode comes out, we're gonna stay up. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna like really try and think everything we can about it. Yeah, and it's real dedication because we used to stay up till 2am to watch it here. This is like real, guys. Like, we're doing all this for you. <laughs> and we paid real money to see the show at 2am. But don't worry, I've also been binging Grey's Anatomy with that, so it's fine. Yeah, she's on like season three now after like a day. I only started watching yesterday, leave me alone. <laughs> she has depression. Moving on. Wow. <laughs> Outing my mental illness, thank you. <laughs> so, um, do you want to start with one of your favourite moments in the show? I think we should actually start with our favourite characters. Ooh. Mm. Well, I know who yours are. Well, mine are super fucking basic, because my favourite characters are literally, like, Arya, Jon, and Daenerys. Ooh. The basics. Yeah, and, like, okay, and Tyrion. And Tyrion. But I like, like Tyrion. Yeah, no, Tyrion's the best. But, like, yeah, no, they're my favourites, and, like, that's such a basic go-to. Like, I'm sorry that my favourite isn't, like, Pork Pie, a really obscure character who makes... Pork pies, but like pork pie. I forgot he exists. He was a nice guy. He shows up so rarely. He does, but when he's he does, nice. he's useful. Yeah, but like yeah, no, they're my favorite. They have a lot of screen time. They do a lot of really interesting things. They have good character arcs and character development. I just think they're really cool. Some of them are really hot. Think about this stuff. <laughs> Me Sendai and Grey Worm. Their relationship is actually so sweet. It's so heartwarming. I can't wait for him to be like killed or something in season eight. Okay, now that's just made me sad. All right. <laughs> no, but no, actually, seriously though, Missandei's character arc going from slave to like independent to like in charge of her own sexuality and future. And she's not hand of the queen, but she's one of the queen's most trusted advisors. Yeah, for sure. Like, Definitely. From slave to trusted advisor of Queen Daenerys Targaryen. Like, with like just one wave of a hand, she moved so high up in rank. Yeah. How many of her uh, Daenerys' names do you know? Um, Daenerys. Stormborn of S. Targaryen. Yeah. Uh, Mother of Dragons, Queen of the... Andals and the First Man. Yeah. Rightful ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, something about Fireborn or... Fuck. There, I don't know. There's a lot of There's them. so many. But, so um, many titles. There's also Breaker of Chains. Breaker of Chains. Mother of Dragons. Mother of the... Everything. I just love in season seven when they all get ready to John and then Davos is like... And this is Jon Snow. He's king in the north. <laughs> like that's kind of it so good does what it says on the tin but yeah I can see why she is your favourite character she's, she's one of the main I thought she had really interesting character development because she goes from meek mild and then she moves to like a bit more self aware and in charge of her own destiny and then she moves to like psycho killer I'm gonna ruin everything and then she tries to take more of a like 
level-headed approach to things because like she's yeah. still like ready to burn people to bits but she's also like ready to be diplomatic about shit yeah i'm gonna kill you diplomatically yeah exactly like i'm gonna kill you but like only because you've wronged me so many times yeah no and that's something that really ties in well with Tyrion, where he's he has to control her he has to advise her and it's mm-hmm. interesting that he's trying to rein her in he's found himself in so many positions as the hand yeah like he's like just left and right gone into different positions of power and he's done really well in each of those positions yeah the poor guy is so talented and yet he'll probably never be the ruler because like he's smart he always goes back to books and history and he learns from those experiences instead of just like trying to buy his way out of share use brute force he uses his brain yeah and then john of course is a really good character too because i just really enjoyed his arcs you know? Yeah, like from, and he doesn't even know yet, but from Bastard of Winterfell to King of the North, to possible heir to the Iron Throne. Well. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, quote unquote heirs to the Iron Throne right now, but yeah. definite legitimate heir to Rhaegar. Yeah. He would be the strongest claim. Yeah. Which is just insane because, he, you know, he doesn't know. He thinks he's a bastard. Mm. Um, Has he been, he's still snowy, I don't, he's not Stark. No, he was never legitimized. Yeah, okay, cool. I mean, he could probably legitimize himself as King of the North. But... As King, he would, but actually, I feel like... I, I can't remember if they said it in the show or not, but I feel like he wouldn't do that. I feel like he's just going to keep the names now. Even when... Um, Bol- not Bolton. Um, Stannis offered to legitimize him, he mm. wouldn't take it. And this is the man who tried to ride down south to help Rob, and now he's grown and matured to the point where he wouldn't abandon the Night's Watch Yeah. to even to get his name as Stark and then I love how after he dies and they kill him he just fucks off he's like hey I was Orc Commander until I died I died bye guys yeah no he's like I died I did my thing and now I'm gonna leave I'm sorry it's your turn now but like the fact that he only left after he legitimately did die and was able to leave the post that I think speaks to his character a lot yeah weren't you complaining before this podcast that Ned Stark always did things by the book now, okay, did John always do things by the book? No, he fucked a wildling. One okay. time, <laughs> he was times. kidnapped. <laughs> he was in disguise. Okay, no, Ned was way too stuck to his principles. He didn't consider anyone would act in a way without honour, and yeah. that was his ultimate downfall, whereas John is more world-savvy and would realise, no, people are going to look out for themselves and do bad shit, so i got to be prepared for that. He's not just going to be like, well, I would fight with honour, so they'll fight with yeah. honour. No, he actually knows. You're right, John knew how to bend the rules to his advantage. Exactly. Ned Stark, even if he died and came back to life, would not have abandoned the Nightwatch sure. as Lord Commander. For sure. And, like, talking about Arya as well, like, just her going from you know, scrappy girl who wants to learn sword fight to, you know, pretending to be a boy and, like, getting information to, like, traveling around with the Hound and then going to, um, Bravos and learning with the Faceless Men to coming back and, like, just seeking revenge and then being like, you know what, revenge is one thing, but I also, like, it's about family now and, like, just this whole circular motion of going through all of these different stages in her life and finally getting back to where she feels she belongs. That crossroad scene in season seven, oh. I wasn't sure she would go back to Winterfell. Yeah. That was such a good moment. Mm. Like her seeing Sansa again? Yeah. Her seeing Bran again. Yeah. But like... Bran seeing anyone again. Oh, mm. so annoying. He's like a robot. I get Mira's issue with him. I, I can understand. But like, you, we, I do still get like everything he's done and like what he is now. Yeah. He's not just Bran anymore. Actually, moving on from favourite characters to least favourite characters, I don't care about Mira. I just really do not. I mean, I thought she was interesting. 
Yeah. I thought she was interesting, and I thought she played an important role. Osha, I really liked. Yeah, Osha, I really liked. Yeah. Um, and like, oh, I was ashamed about Rickon. Yeah. I mean, I just... That's why I got a bob and weave. Am I wrong, or was Osha Tonks in Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I liked Osha in the first place. I love Osha. You know, Hufflepuff representation. Yeah. Oh, just such a good actress. Oh, no, she's great. She is very good. Like, I've seen her in other stuff. She's great range. Yeah. A lot Um, of the wildlings are very interesting, though, including Tormund. So many people in Game of Thrones have been in, like, I mean... It's a lot of British actors, yeah. as well as like Tywin Lannister. I was watching an episode of uh, my mother had uh, Praro on the TV, yeah, and Tywin Lannister was like one of the villain guys, and I was just like, "What oh, the he? fuck? What's he doing there?" Oh, like it's just so cool to see him in other things, eh? <laughs> or even um, just cooler things like the fact that um, Kate Harrington who plays John has married Rose Levy who plays Eager, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I know. Did you see shit. them at the um, premiere? No. Yeah, they're at season eight premiere together. Of course, I mean they're married, oh, yeah. but it was so just cute. And then um, I think they were on a date. Oh my god. Oh my god, scandalous! <laughs> but then even uh, that premiere was amazing. I'll show you a picture there. Okay. I think I showed you Brienne's dress though. Oh 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 yeah. oh yes! No, I saw Brienne's dress. No, yes, I did. Yeah. Oh my goodness, she looked fantastic. Oh my Brienne god. Brienne is amazing. Brienne's definitely in my favorite character. She looked list. like an ethereal, beautiful flower goddess. It was yeah. amazing. She is so gorgeous. Brienne is actually one of my favourite characters too because I just... Oh, Brienne is so hardcore. Like, she's very confident even when we meet mm. her. Mm. But she does tell Jamie, you know, when she was little, there was a ball. She was super happy. All the men wanted to dance for her. And mm. then they started laughing and she was broken. And then Renly danced with her and I was like, oh, I hate yeah. Renly. I wanted to have sex with Renly, but I didn't like him. I, I did not personally want to have sex with Riley, but I did think he was, like, nice comic relief for a while, him and yeah. Loris, but then, like, you know, dead. It was interesting how he basically had no claim to the Iron Throne and still went And he was still it. like, you know what, fuck it, because everyone likes me best. He was, yeah. like, classic youngest child, yeah. you know, I want this, so I'm going to take it. Like, I'm yeah. everyone's favourite anyway, so I'll get away with it. Robert was middle child, yeah. Yeah, Robert was Robert middle child. Robert had such classic wait, middle child. Was he? I no, he, he was, was the middle child. Yeah. I kept thinking he must have been older than Stannis because no, Stannis was he just alive. Nah, he's yeah, he's the one who can't. Um, what middle child syndrome you have to have to go and take an entire fucking continent yourself? I mean, personally, as a middle child, some days I just feel like you know what? I'm getting overlooked. I'm going to take what I fucking want. So I can kind of, I can, I can identify with Robert. You and know? personally, as the youngest child, I do feel like I deserve everything, and I should have it instead. I'm yeah, better exactly. than you. You know what? For a show that gets a lot of shit for having incest, there's only two couples, Calm and Gus. And one of them isn't even revealed until season seven. Well, there was also Craster and all of his daughters. And uh, Walder, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Walder and also a bunch of his daughters. Okay, you know, yeah, there's a lot of incest. Never mind, there's a lot more incest than I remember. God damn, Game of Thrones. Okay, so we talked about, like, do you have any other characters that you found were to be your favourite? I like the Hound. The Hound is pretty solid, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm in the middle of rewatching the show personally mm. I'm on season six. I haven't gotten to the bit where the hand reintroduced yeah but I, from what I remember it's kind of cool seeing how he tried to meld in and become a real part of a community and help build a and village then and shit went down yeah. and they all died except for him all he did was like go off somewhere and try and like legit live normal and then people had to come in and fuck it up for him so he had to kill some peeps I love how when Ari's with the face of men she's like I hate the hand and it's like liar because she that doesn't. That moment actually made me feel so good. Because I was like, no, you don't. You love him. He's like a father to you. Yeah, as much as you get angry at him, he saves you. Do you think they'll reunite? I hope so. I they have to. Reunite. Like, the hound's on that ship heading to Yeah. Oh. oh. 
awesome. I cannot wait to see them reunited. It's gonna feel so good. <laughs> um, season eight's gonna be wild. There's gonna be so many people who are being reunited. Oh, it's gonna be so good. This is like the big season, though. This is like this is the freaking Infinity War. Of Game of Did Thrones. you hear George R. R. Martin said your day that he thinks there should be sort of season after season eight? I don't think there's gonna be though. No, there won't. He but thinks so. No, what he means is they have had to skip a lot of story that he hasn't written yet. I suppose, yeah. So in the next two books, I'd say there's enough for two. More for there to be season 9 but they don't have that because obviously he hasn't yeah. written it because he's lazy and all mm. the shit but also we don't know if the way Game of Thrones the show ends is actually going to be reflected in the book like he might end it a different way I think it's going to be based on it. I feel like they had to ask George Head to end I suppose and they probably just took a bit a few liberties getting there maybe maybe I think that's I feel like the ending will be canon if most of the show isn't at the very least, implied canon. Yeah, or like similar enough mm. to what happens. So, which characters did you think were like your least favorite? <sighs> Let's see. Jack and Hagar. You didn't like Jack and? Oh, the whole faceless man thing annoys me. Yeah. Yeah, I was not into it. I was like. I liked him well enough, but like at the same time, I just didn't find like it was interesting. But like there were other characters I would wanted to see on screen more. Arya in season five is just a season long um, training montage, and I wasn't into it. Too. Pretty much, yeah. Like I love Arya now that she's a badass assassin bitch. Yeah. But like before that, I did not care about Arya, and she would have been on that list of characters I don't care about. Mm. Bran, I get how he's important and everything, but oh. I'm never excited for the Bran arc. I'm now that he has to be emotionless, I'm just like done with it. Oh. But uh, Lord Varys. I never really found him like I mean I understood his significance in the plot but like I always just was like Ugh, I don't really like you as a character no I find him interesting yeah. I wouldn't say he's a character I don't like mm. but how necessary is he at this point mm. like I feel like he was a lot bigger earlier on I liked reading his backstory in from the books yeah um, how him and Ilario were huge spy masters in Essos yeah the Mad King heard of his um talents and brought him over to become his spy master and mm. that's like cool that's fun and all it explains why they're connected in the show which I don't think is ever explained in the show I think he just mentioned in the show that he was a slave yeah and, um, and that's where he met him he mentions the warlock on the office dick yeah um, but yeah no I don't think Varus is one I wouldn't like I hate Littlefinger I also don't like him but in a I love to hate him kind of way like I don't hate him as a character I just hate him as a person but god I love him and the way he's portrayed I think yeah. he's a great character yeah I think he's a great character I just oh so sad when I see him dead oh yeah no no getting like watching him like finally get executed was really really good but on a different level Joffrey was someone I loved to hate for a while oh Joffrey just uh, eventually just really annoyed me he was a whiny little bitch yeah he was fair Tommen too fucking annoying really yeah Tommen was so annoying no I liked Tommen he was cute I didn't really like any of the kids like I didn't like Marcella either well Marcella might as well not have fucking existed yeah, she, for her life. show she may as well just did not exist they only like she was only around for like I can remember seeing her twice once yeah. to be there and be a little girl and be blonde and twice like the second time just to be there to die I mean, to be fair, no, you did put... We we wrote down some of our favourite and least favourite scenes and stuff from the book, and Marcella's death is in Kat's list of sad scenes still. It's in sad scenes not for Marcella, it's for Jamie. Yeah, you're, you feel bad for Jamie. Like... 
I even almost felt bad for Cersei when she when she saw the boat come back and she saw Jamie looking sad and realised what had happened. Yeah. And it's it takes a lot for me to feel bad for Cersei. Mm. I feel like this is when she really snapped and became disgusting. Yeah, like there are some moments that make you think, Oh, you know, I kinda of feel bad for you in the moment, but then in the grand scheme of things you don't like Jamie did a lot of really fucked up shit and there are moments where you're like oh I feel bad for you but you also remember but look at all this shit you did to other people speaking of Cersei oh my god the high sparrow yes oh so annoying mm. I think that's from being a little Catholic boy I just hate priests or men with authority and religion yeah I don't like religious figures who make us feel shame for existing yeah. personally that's my thing shame. Shame. shame shame I did like that scene shame I kind of found that scene hard to watch, but I did like it. That was that was a difficult to watch scene because anything could have happened. Yeah, and even then, oh, satisfying scenes after that when that guy like pulled out his dick and showed it her in that watch, and then he got killed by the mountain. Oh, yeah, like yeah, dickhead. And uh, but no, I guess that's most of the characters I really hate. Yeah, I mean, I guess from here we can try and move on to like, what are some of the scenes that you just really liked? Oh well. At the end of season six, I believe, we finally get Daenerys sailing to Westeros. We do. After so much build up and it's just like it's here. It's she's here, she's possibly queer. We don't know. She first with you girls. I don't think Daenerys is bisexual. No, I don't either. I mean I feel like she would engage in sexual contact with another woman, but not so much for her own pleasure as for the experience. I like I feel like the Targaryens the are like that. Yeah, I think she enjoys the attention. Mm. Oh, sorry. I just forgot one of my least favorite characters of all time because wow. it was so long ago. Viserys. Well, he was a whiny little shit. What Joffrey one point really? Mm. But his death. His that's death is very satisfying. Scene. Like the you gold. want a golden crown? Here you go. The little tongue of the gold when he hits his head. Yeah. Just was so funny. Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> like, and I don't think they intended that to be so funny, but I laughed so hard. If there was a laugh track underneath it, people wouldn't lose their shit. Oh, Game of Thrones. The unintentionally funny bits. I would love to watch that. Um, another really uh, moment for me is the Sept of Baylor blow. Another end of season 16. The Sept of Baylor being blown up by Cersei. The music for that scene mm. is one of my favourite things of all time in that show. Because like, I liked how there was like this moment where they were just thinking, I feel like there's something wrong here. And yeah. then it just blows to bits. Oh, it's like, yeah. Because I mean, they hear the explosion deep below before it actually gets done, and they're all screaming, like, yeah, boom, 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 boom. But the build up with the music, yeah. it's like a long scene. It's like six or seven minutes because you've got um, Cersei walking around looking all smug. You've got um, the Lancel Lannister Lancel. running after the kids. Yeah. Um, and then seeing he gets stabbed, he sees the fire, he tries to run towards his blow it out. He misses the whole time the music's like, duh. Oh, I'm so good. And then boom, it blows up. And so she's just watching it. Oh, and you also in that scene get Tom and trying to go down to the Sepulchre Baylor. And yeah. Marjorie being like, Don't you realize something's wrong? Cersei's missing her own trial. Mm-hmm. And the house, and everyone's trying to get out because um, she starts screaming. And then they try to get out. And the uh, fate won't let them out. Yeah. The fate militant won't let them out. And it's just like all the friends are trying to flee. And it's just not happening. And boom, it's like. Like Marjorie's the one who really copped something was wrong. And I really liked Marjorie. She was so smart. And yeah. I think that's something that makes her that kind of smart. She was smart enough to see it coming, but she, but she was couldn't powerless save to save yeah. herself. And that's so Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, that is like, no matter, like, good character, bad character, death is inescapable. Yeah. I mean, even when some people come back from the dead, it's still, they died. And then right after Tom was like, bye. Yeah, Peace no. Out. Um, I really liked 
the fact that we finally got to see real on-screen confirmation of like R plus L equals J because we all knew. Yeah, we know. Like it's been like, talked about for so long, it would be shit easy to do. Yeah, like we all freaking knew, and like it had been hinted at so strongly, and just the fact that it was right there on screen confirmed for at one point in flashback, but also legit just Sam reading in this book. Oh shit! Yeah. You know, like he legit. Like Sam, of course, just finds a book that says, oh, by the way, John Snow's not after it. Yeah, because like, it actually says Rhaegar got remarried to Lyanna. I love how Bran, Bran didn't even see that bit until it was mentioned. Then he goes back and he's like, oh my god, it did happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, Bran, you all seen twat. Mm. Fucking missed that, didn't you, shit. God, I hate Bran, he's so annoying. I feel like Bran is going to play a very important part. I think he, he better, but he better get some emotions. I mean, even if he stays emotionless, I feel like he's still going to play such a strong role within yeah. this season. I think he's going to be important and emotionless and he's going to annoy me. Mm. Other... Well, for me, like one of my all-time favourite moments, and now this is like gross, but it's just the fact that Sam got to have sex. Yes. He went all these seasons without it. Because he was in the Night's Watch. But even loads more of the guys in the Night's Watch were still going to like... Was it Old Town? Or Town. Mold Town. And like going and like, you know, doing it with the prostitutes there. Yeah. And like Sam met Gilly and was helping raise the baby. And, and Gilly she... played Cassie in Skins. She did, yeah. <sighs> uh, like Gendry played Chris in Skins. Yeah. A lot oh, of them were in don't skins. remind me about Chris. Guys, a lot of them were in Skins. If you but haven't like... seen Skins, watch it. <laughs> but anyway, so like he's got this relationship with Gilly and they're really really into each other and you can tell but they're still not doing anything and like she even names her son after him and like really treats Sam as the father and then they have sex and it's a beautiful moment of their love together. Gilly just hops on top like give me that Just dick. boom get on there girl. And it's right after she was just carrying after he tried his best to save her and then I mean Ghost in the end saved her mm. but like the fact that he tried and took a beating for her and she was like awesome yeah. and then they fucked and when he tells when, when he tells John he's like hey and he's like very carefully and I was like lol uh, no that was a good that scene that made me so happy that was so sweet I love everything with Sam and Gilly I hope they get a happy ending yeah I hope they get a happy ending if Sam dies I'm coming for someone oh. if Sam dies I'm I'm going to freaking the UK I'm finding you people I will beat the shit out of everybody I swear to god yeah the showrunners are dead if that happens mm-hmm. uh, other sad sign scenes would be um, Ramsey Snow dying oh yeah no Ramsey's death was Oh. Very fitting. I was a bit. It worried me a bit. I I saw a bit of. I think, Santa had every right to do that to him. For sure. But I also, don't always think it's the right thing to do. In what respect? I think he deserved it. Mm-hmm. But I still think, a good person wouldn't do that to anyone. I don't think Santa is a good person, though. No. No. I don't think any of them are good people. I don't think he's a good person either. Why do you not think any of them are good people? Because I don't think anyone is necessarily a good person in Game of Thrones. I feel like they they're all capable of horrible things. Yeah. Like they're all capable of betrayal. John betrayed Egret. Yeah. Well, you know, John fair, abandons the Night's Watch. To. He betrays Egret. You know, he. There are a lot of things that like. No, it's not black and white. There's not the good characters and the bad characters. They're all just characters. So I don't think Sans is a good person. I feel like Ramsay's death was totally warranted. Yeah, absolutely. And like considering, like not even just for what he did to her, like raping her and so like many, doing all that shit. So like what people. he did to Theon. Eh, fuck Theon. Yeah, 
Like, as I said, Theon, not a good person. I don't think he's a bad person either. Oh, I think he's a bad person. I don't think any of them are bad or good. I just think How could Theon not be bad? He killed random boys to make them look like they were Stark and burnt their bodies. Jamie did a lot of bad shit too. Do you think... Oh my god, Tyrion? in one season. What about all the people Tyrion has uh, helped kill? Name one. Like, a lot of people in the Battle of the Blackwater. And they were, in, they were at war. Yeah, but like, that's what I mean. A lot of people are dead at the hands of a lot of other people. And what about all the people Arya killed in training and in like her revenge cycle? Did she kill that many people in training? I thought she tried to and then didn't. No, I'm pretty sure she ended up killing a few people. There was the guy who she was selling plants to and she was supposed to poison, but then she didn't because she saw Sir Murray and Trant and killed him instead in revenge. I don't know. And then she ran blind girl. Mm. And then she ran and got her sword and that's just one more. But yeah, no, but that's just what I mean. Like, they're not good or bad. They're just characters in this world and we're seeing the choices they're making yeah i guess yeah. i just it worried me because i thought i could see like a little streak in sansa like maybe she would do this to more people maybe, maybe. she would start like maybe she will maybe she won't i'm excited to see what happens next well in season seven she didn't so hmm. like she just the only the, the only kill she has after that is her having Arya kill littlefinger yeah which ned wouldn't have liked no. Just because Sansa gave the order, he would have wanted Sansa to execute him. Yeah, but Sansa's like a weak little bitch. Yeah. Hey, anyone's fine physically, with life. Physically weak little bitch. She's well enough to slice his throat. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved to have seen Arya like slice off his head. That would have been fun. Mm. But no, we get like, what did she do? Slice throat? Arya did, I think. Um, I think so. Well, do you think of all the theories that he's still alive and that wasn't that was a faceless man? Nah, I think he's dead. I think Arya would know if it was a faceless man. Yeah, I feel like she'd know. Nah, I, I think, think she's just dead. Right. I hope he's dead. Because the scene they all focus on is him giving some girl a coin. Mm. And I think that was just him giving a coin to one of his random spies. Yeah, I think so too. I think people look into that too much. Yeah, no, I think that's just him, you know, buying surveillance. Because Game of Thrones has done less before. Because um, with Oberyn and the Mountains fight, they show a squire putting rubbing Oberyn's sword. And that's supposed to be him putting poison on his sword because there was poison on Oberyn's sword. But they gave next to no attention to it. Yeah. So I think that's what they, they're thinking. Like, oh, they gave next to no attention to it. So maybe it's actually a big deal. Mm. But like, no, I think it was just a spy. And if I'm wrong, I don't think I'll enjoy it. I think that'll be stupid. Yeah, and no, I think it'd be unnecessary. I think I'm done with Lord Baelish. Hmm. Another scene I really enjoyed, as we know... It was a very upsetting scene, like a shocking scene personally that I found when Marcella died right in front of Jamie because of the poison Ilaria had kissed her with. So later, when Cersei has Ilaria captured with one of her daughters and Cersei kisses the daughter with the same poison, I found that so satisfying. Not because I'm rooting for Cersei, just because I was just like a yeah, and like this is like a exactly, you know, you know, you know, you, you get what you get kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like that I enjoyed that scene. But I did. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, are we meant to? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Like, I'm not rooting for Cersei in any way. But I'm I was not. Really like, yeah, but bitch. I just sometimes like to see the little cruel. I, I. It's entertaining. <laughs> it is entertaining. Yeah. It's like what cruel thing is Cersei gonna do? But one scene similar to that, that I didn't enjoy was when she had the mountain rape um that woman who had walked her yeah, through the streets. I didn't no, enjoy that as much. That was very upsetting. Yeah, I was like, and you hear her scream and everything. And I was just, like, not as into that. But, like, when it's something that doesn't involve rape and it's torture, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Whenever it's Game of Thrones, if it doesn't involve rape, I can kind of be like, cool, yay, this is entertaining because it's, like, murder and torture and that's fine. But when it's rape, it's just kind of like, I, I kind of zone out a bit or I try and not watch. Yeah. 
uh, speaking of um, Arya's revenge streak from earlier, though, we've got Arya killing Walder Frey. Oh, yeah. After feeding him his, his nephews. Sons. Or his sons, yeah. His two favourite sons. Yeah. After feeding him. And then, moving on, to kill all the Freys by poisoning them. Except the girls. I like that she saved the girls. The girls were innocent. Exactly. Like, the girls weren't doing anything. It was all the men. The men knew exactly what they were doing to their scum. Yeah, like, the girls were pretty much just there to be used, married off, and used again. But I would love to see more of that just surprising scenes where we just think it's a normal scene and then everyone dies and then Arya just whips off her mask like, oh, by the way, it was me poisoning you. Mm. Like, more of that, please. Like, I don't know who she could do that to next. Maybe someone who betrayed the Starks in the past. I'm not sure. Maybe. I'm not sure, but, like, I'm excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the scenes you really didn't like, though? Hmm. Like, the ones that would make you, like, sad or, like, really surprised. Tyrion... And Shay. Tyrion and Shay. I was after being really satisfied by Tyrion killing Tywin on the toilet. Yes, that was a great scene. Was that before or after? That was, I want to say after. Because I'm pretty sure he goes up to the chambers to kill him. And then sees Shay in the bed saying, You're come right. here my lion. So he kills her by strangulation. Yeah, and that was so sad. It's like, oh, because I believe Shay loved him. He loved her so much. I believe they were both in strong love. I I really thought so, and then I wasn't sure. Well, I think they were until Tyrion, like, you know... Sent her away. Well, tried to. Tried to. She wouldn't even do that. And then after that, Cersei or Tywin got hold of her and had her testify against him in the trial. I feel like they must have had something over her. Or they could threaten to do something even worse to Tyrion. I feel like um, it's a possibility. Or maybe they bought her. Like, I don't know. I feel like after then, because... By then she was done with Tyrion. Tyrion had effectively broken up with her. Mm. So I feel like maybe she was angry. And maybe it was just about survival. Maybe. I think she could have just done it of anger and was offered money and she was like, yeah, I'll do it. Maybe. I mean, either way, like that was upsetting because I really enjoyed seeing the relationship growing between Tyrion and Shay. Yeah. So it was heartbreaking when that ended. But Shay also sometimes got annoying when she was like, because I feel like Shay is smart enough to know Tyrion didn't like Sansa. Yeah. But still got so mad whenever he talked about Sansa. I mean, I can understand that. Like, getting jealous like that. Even though Tyrion wasn't, like, touching her in any way. And, like, wasn't consummating the marriage at all. But, like... I just feel like she knew he didn't like her or want to be in that situation. She still gave him shit for it and it wasn't helpful. Yeah, but, like, I can understand her being jealous. I can understand it. I mean, I don't, like, think it's right. Because, like, Sansa was, what, 14 at that age? Well, not in the show. She's two years older than the show. No, but like she was 13 in the first season. And how much time went between that season and... Well, they're married in season four. I still feel like she was only like 15 or something. 15 or 16. She's definitely still a child. Mm. But I think she's older. Yeah. Um, I think she's close enough to adulthood. Maybe 16 or 17. Mm. But even then, Tyrion... She knew Tyrion didn't want it. Yeah. And I just think she could have been less in his face about it. Yeah. Other sad moments... Well, like we said, Marcella dying in front of Jamie, right as she just said she knew everything and accepted it and didn't care that her parents were brother and sister and she called him father. I felt good for Jamie there just because I feel like he's a good father. But I didn't I like... don't. <laughs> no, I think he's a good father. I feel like he could be a good father, but I don't feel like he was a good father to his bastard children because they were, you know, he had to raise them as his nieces yeah. and nephews. I think he cared about them. Yeah, no, he did. I think um, he was proud and I think he was very happy. 
I didn't like that it almost legitimised his relationship with Cersei. I still think that's disgusting. She shouldn't have been happy about that. I mean, I I feel like Jamie was looking at Marcella and thinking this is the only pure, beautiful thing I have ever created because from him doing all of his atrocious, disgusting things and Cersei doing all her terrible, terrible things, they still both managed to make something as pure and beautiful as Marcella. And then it and dies. Then she, yeah, and then she gets like, you know, killed right in front of him. Yeah, that's absolutely sad. Yeah. Another one would be when Jorah got grayscale. Jorah getting grayscale. And then, oh, when Daenerys kept turning him away. And then she finally, he finally, like, won a heart But she still sent him away again yeah. to find the cure for grayscale. Do you think she actually thought he would? Or do you think she was just sending him away? No, I think she believed he would find it. Yeah. Because she even looked sad to see him go away. She did. And, like, I don't really ship them. No, like, I don't. I don't think they're endgame or anything. I do think Jorah's always going to be in love with her and devoted to her, but I don't yeah. think they're ever going to have, like, a... And I think he understands that. Like, maybe... This is prediction, so I won't say it. I'll say it when we're actually talking about our predictions. But, no, I think he understands that she won't ever love him back like that. And I yeah. think he's happy with that because he's happy to just love her and look after her. Yeah. But it's just so sad to see him, you know, go away. But that does lead into another satisfying scene. When Sam cures him, I'm like, yes, Sam, you show off your maester skills. Sam is so legit. I love how he's just read a book. All of me is like, no, you can't do that. It's too risky. And Sam just reads the book and does it. Like, he's like, you know what? It's in the book. If I don't try, I'm always going to regret it. So I was like, yeah. yes, Sam, you did it. You, you shot your shot, you know? So um, there's something really obvious for our sad scenes. It's every time a dog dies. Oh, every freaking one of the dire wolves. Well, even <sighs> Nymeria doesn't die, but when Nymeria gets sat, sent away and Arya's a troll rocks her and I'm like, oh, poor Arya. And even when, like, Nymeria and Arya meet up again, like, when she comes back and, like, Nymeria just looks at her and then, like, leaves because she's like, I'm not your wolf anymore. I'm, like, yeah. my own independent pack leader bitch so she runs off and I'm just like oh that was such a scene but that was still kind of cool though yeah but like season one lady 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 and Sansa screaming because lady didn't do anything lady's good lady's a she was a good dog and they were like, all good dogs they were all good dogs I'm assuming shaggy dog died off screen I'd say shaggy dog must have died off screen and like summer is he still alive or did he die I think summer died summer dies defending Summer dies during another sad scene where Holder dies. Shit, yeah. But Holder. Mm. Hold the door. Hold the door. Ugh. That is heartbreaking. I the cried. The fact that Bran going into the past and warging into Hodor to make him into Hodor at all. I didn't see that coming. That actually surprised me a lot. I wasn't expecting that. And it was heartbreaking. You got to see. Yeah, he was big kid. But he was still uh, a normal person. Like he was a talk. bit simple, but he wasn't like... Yeah. Yeah. And then he like basically just ruined his brain for the sake of holding a door. Yeah. Like it's sad to think that everything Hodor ended up being for was just to hold one door. Mm. And even though oh no it's sad I can't even think about it. I cried when I watched it. I watched that on YouTube the other day. I haven't even gone to that scene in season <laughs> six yet again when I'm rewatching but I saw it on YouTube the other day and I was just crying. I was like I can't handle that one. A lot of it is just heartbreaking. Yeah. Ollie. Okay, yeah, no. When a bunch of the Night's Watch get together and kill John, and one of them being Ollie, and John took Ollie under his wing. No, no, it's the way they reveal it's Ollie. Like they're all you don't see them all. You only see the ones that happen, and then they all move aside and let and Ollie, Ollie do it in. too. And it's like, oh, and John looked so shocked. And it was legit just because they didn't want the wildlings there, wasn't yeah. it? 
Because, I mean, I understand where Ollie was coming from. Yeah, the first time we meet Ollie, his mother gets killed by violence. Yeah, like, I do understand. Like, it's just sucks because John did everything to try and show Ollie what was right. And, like, then afterwards, John comes back from the dead and he can say, yeah, these people just killed me. And he has to execute them, including Ollie. Yeah. And, like, oh, that was... That's insane. Like, I mean, that made me feel bad for John. Not really for yeah. Ollie, but for John. But that point, I was done with Ollie, yeah. Yeah, like, I was, I was over Ollie Little at that shit. point. He put so much effort into showing you what was right and he's just ignored it. Dickhead. Mm-hmm. But I felt bad for John because, like, it's... Because, like, Ollie killed Egret. Yeah, I know. As well. And John still kept him so close at hand trying to teach him because yeah. he forgave him. And Ollie frickin' stabs him, literally stabs him. In, in the, the heart. In the heart. Because um, Ollie's was the one that killed him. Yeah. And it's just like, ah. Mm-hmm. It's just so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's sad. But, <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I feel like Ollie was the closest he had to his son mm. so far. Maybe he'll have an actual son. Who knows? I mean, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, uh. Maybe. I don't know. Like, prediction? I don't, I don't know. We'll leave that for, like, when we actually do talk predictions. Yeah. But, like, what are scenes that genuinely shocked you that you just did not see coming at all? Oberyn being killed by a man. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't think that would happen. I thought he'd win. Everyone who read the books knew. Yeah, no, I that's think, true. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, I saw it in the books already, blah, blah, blah. Because um, it was still when we had books to base the show on. Yeah. But, um... I didn't see it coming. It looked like Oberyn had him right where he wanted him. But because... Oh, and it's also kind of sad because Oberyn just wanted him to admit to his crimes. Because mm-hmm. he raped his sister and killed their children. Yeah. But he wouldn't just kill him. He had to get that confirmation and that got him killed. Yeah, like, I don't... I, I wouldn't say he was being cocky. I would say he was being careless. Same thing in my books. Well, one is because he feels like no there's no way this guy could kill me and another is more like you know I've stabbed him the the threat is neutralized I'm just going to get him to confess I feel like he was being careless like yeah, yeah. he is a cocky guy sure. but I feel like in that moment he wasn't being cocky I feel like he just he was so consumed by the fact that he was getting his revenge yeah. that he didn't think and then he died and then he died and, and his eyeballs squished the mansion also dies because but he comes back as like a, a science zombie I wanted I wanted that to be explained in this season what the fuck he is uh, I don't know some sort of weird science because he's not zombie. a white walker yeah like he's not a fire magic zombie and he's not yeah. an ice magic zombie so like whatever the fuck uh, what's his name it's not Pythel Kyburn Kyburn yeah whatever the fuck Kyburn did is freaking weird and even then Kyburn is still freaked out by the white walkers so it's not whatever it's yeah. not anything related to what they are I think it is just like a weird scientific perversion of maesterhood yeah, God Kyburn annoys me. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like him either. Uh, but I hated Paisa more because I, f- I. Well, he was super hypocritical and corrupt. I feel like he also liked children. I'm not sure. I we don't. He was f- sleeping with a bunch of young-looking girls, but I feel like yeah. they were twenties young, not teens mm. young. Maybe I just I feel like they were quite young. Mm. And you also do see him at some point with kids. Like when all the kids went to stab him, they looked like they wanted revenge for something. They might. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Um, other shocking moments. There is Tommen. Yeah, like I'd. I mean, I know there was the prophecy said that all the that Cersei's children were going to die before, yeah. like, like in her lifetime. So we knew something was going to happen, but I didn't think he was going to see that all of these people just got killed, including his wife, and then just step so fluidly 
off a window he ledge. He just walked. Like, now, it's such a, like, a, a complete smooth movement that he was just up and out of the window. What do you think pushed him off this? Do you think it was all those people dying, or do you think it was knowing his mother did it? I think it could have been both. Like, yeah. I think, like, because he did seem to really love Marjorie. Yeah. And he, I also think, I do also think, though, that he was really starting to struggle knowing what his mother was like. Yeah. Because um, even then, he was told that his mother couldn't go to the funeral of Marcella. But he also still seemed to be punishing her by not letting her... Not only not letting her go to the set, but not letting her leave the Red Keep at all. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of like, yeah, you're stuck there. I'm not happy with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There was... It was uh, I don't know. I just... I didn't see it coming. And I, his motivations... I don't think I'll ever really understand his motivations. But, like... Because, like, while I didn't really like him as a character, I still found it, like... I just didn't expect him to die that way. Yeah. I thought something was going to happen to him. I thought maybe Cersei might kill him. Maybe. I think he would have been one of the more peaceful kings, so I think it's a pity. See, I feel like he wouldn't have necessarily been a peaceful king. I think he would have been a pushover king. Yeah. Like, I feel like if anyone had come in and whispered in his ear, hey, you know, go to war, I feel like he would have done it. Maybe. I don't think he liked war. Or maybe not war. I don't think he would have liked it. I feel like he would have tried to not think about it, like let other people take care of it, and he just, yeah. like, be the king, you know, quote unquote. And then another scene, possibly the most shocking in the entire series, mm-hmm. is when we found out everything that happened was caused by one little dickhead named Littlefinger. Yeah, I mean, like, so much stuff that happened was instigated by him. Like, I didn't like I didn't actually expect Lysa Aaron to be the one who killed John Aaron, yeah. which set everything in motion in the first episode. And I didn't think Littlefinger was going to be the one who was been like, hey, Lysa, you know how you love getting this dick? We'll kill your husband. Yeah. The very first scene we see after the White Walker prequel yeah. is John Aaron's funeral. Yeah. It is the beginning, and it was caused by him. And that leads to fucking Rob going up north. And like Littlefinger said that the dagger had been like had been his, but he lost it to Tyrion, which makes Catelyn think Tyrion is the one who tried to kill her son, which sets a lot of other shit in motion, which like leads to Ned's beheading, which leads to the war, which leads to so much. It leads to the deaths of almost a bunch of the stars. Yeah, like so much bloodshed could have been either avoided or postponed for a really long time. Yeah. If Littlefinger the... hadn't been like, you know what, I'm ready to make my, I'm ready to make my move. And it just shows how much he planned, which is actually kind of impressive. He does plan meticulously because he knew the Battle of the Bastards was going to happen, and that's how he got the Lords mm-hmm. of the Vale out there in time. Yeah. Um, oh, he knew how to manipulate Lysa. He knew how to manipulate Catelyn. Yeah. Because like he did grow up with her, he knew how to manipulate her too. And Catelyn was kind of careless there because I think she knew, thought she knew him better. Yeah, and like he knew how to manipulate Ned. Yeah, because she thought like, oh, he's obsessed with me. He'll never do anything wrong with me. Yeah. But then he did. He knew that's how you how she how she thought of him. So she he used that to manipulate her. Yeah, and like then he took Sansa under his wing as well. And like yeah. because like oh I cu- I couldn't have your mother, but you know Sansa's here now and she's looking pretty fresh. Freaking marrying her off left and Fresh right. Fresh from puberty, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right out of puberty, hi. Like bringing her to the veil, smooching on her, like. Making her listen to him and his aunt have really loud sex. Have really sex. loud, screamy sex right there. Amazing. She screamed the exact same way when she flew out the main door. Yeah. Maybe she enjoyed it. Maybe she just really loves the adrenaline rush. She got so used to seeing people jump out, she wanted to try <laughs> She was like, actually, this is fun. But no, like, yes. Oh, and then even when he tried to get turned Sansa against Arya, and when it didn't work, mm. oh, so satisfying. What are some of the places you thought looked the best? The like, one? Ju- yeah, like just literally, like 
from first impression, you like your first scene there, like what did you think looked the most aesthetically pleasing? So you already said you like Dorn. We talked about this before. Yeah. Did you like Dorn as a country or did you just like the palace? The palace was really pretty. The palace was stunning. But just also the landscape, like the desert parts that we saw, like the beach parts that we saw, um, Jamie and Braun in when they meet the when they meet the were they called the Sand Sisters? The Sand Snakes or sisters. The Sand Snakes. snakes yeah. Yes. Um, like that was like I just really enjoyed the way everything looked and like the colours were so bright and made you just think of like a really hot desert area. Yeah. I just think it's fun to see how just south of King's Landing is an area that looks like Essos where Daenerys is. Yeah, literally like you go to any one of the seven kingdoms within Westeros and you see such different climates. Yeah. Which is also kind of a pity because they had to cut out a lot of the Dorne plot. Yeah. There's a lot more in the books than there is in the show and that sucks. Because mm. I do think Dorne would have been quite a cool place to explore. Yeah. One of the other places I liked was the Reach in Highgarden. That huge castle, like so tall. And it's like just everywhere in it was like full of flowers and beautiful. And like then just the scenes we get there are kind of cool too. Because like you don't get, you get um, Olena watching the big march yeah. towards her. And then you get James just walking through the entire castle. You get a really good view of the castle through that then you too. You do, yeah. Because he has to walk through the whole thing. So I guess that's the most of the set you're ever going to see though. You don't see it until season seven and then all you get is one episode with it. But then he kills her. Even that room was nice. That, that was a nice in. room. Like, I don't know. I just like seeing it. I think it's impressive. It makes me think a bit of the wall. How it's just a big, huge structure that's yeah cool and took a lot of work to yeah. do. And then makes you think of Old Town where the lighthouse is. Yeah. Like, but the only cool thing about Old House is Old Town is that like there's nothing else cool around it. Or other than that, kind of looks reminding of King Landing. Mm. It just looks like a city that's well built in the sense that everything's made out of stone and it's sturdy, mm. which is something you're not guaranteed in other places. Yeah. But then they all kind of start to blend together because even a lot of cities in the east could easily have just been the set of King's Landing, and I would have known because all the buildings look the same. Yeah, like they are very similar. I mean, the eerie stands out a lot. Yeah. Like the eerie literally means eagle's nest. So, like, the fact that it's so high up carved into an actual mountain is so interesting and that you have to use this, like, special pulley thing to get up into the, the castle itself is, uh, like... Did they even show that in the show? I don't think they did. They showed it for, I think, Catelyn having to get up there. Maybe it was maybe. Tyrion getting up there. Like, I remember when I read the book, it was described in very much detail. Yeah. Um, but, no, that was just, it was just really, really interesting. And there was, like... The sky cells. The sky cells looked great because, like, it was literally just, you know, open on one side. There was no wall on the outside, but, like, you were hardly going to jump out. Yeah. Like, these just these rooms carved into the side of a mountain. Like, oh, it just, I just thought it looked really, really interesting. It's also very, like, you know, sort of decadent and rich because everything yeah. is made out of the stone of the mountain. So you've got these great stone walls and, like, pillars and everything. It's just like, and big grand staircases and mm. the moon door and everything. Yeah, and like you look out at this amazing, like you can basically look out a window and just see everything down below you and you're yeah. up so high and it makes you just You're think, above the clouds, aren't you, I think? Yeah, I think so. Like it really, like you feel like you are above everything because you are literally above everything. And boy did Liza Aaron think she was above everything. Oh yeah, else. she did. God, one of my, genuinely that's someone I could have put on my least favourite characters list. <laughs> thinking about it. One castle that looked really interesting was Harrenhal. Yeah. I know we didn't really get to see a lot of Harrenhal, but like 
the the moments when we do i thought it looked really interesting because like of how it was all like melted down from the top from when dragon fire had burned. yeah it's completely ruined yeah that's fun it's it surprised me spent so long there because we did spend a good season we did there. spend a good amount of time because we have aria there then we have tywin there with aria and yeah little finger faces in the later episode mm. and then aria escapes not long after tywin leaves yeah it's just kind of like we spent a long time there for something that is essentially a ruin yeah like ruined but still useful yeah i guess it was because like i don't know how much how much bigger it might have been we don't know how much yeah. of it was actually the most interesting Empire. part for me with harrenhal is how everyone who becomes lord of harrenhal fucking dies yeah like literally anyone who gets named lord of harrenhal eventually ends up or they like it. leave it yeah or like lose it because even the was starks at one point on it bran wasn't named lord of harrenhal at one point was he or was he just promised a castle he was promised a castle Okay. They promised someone Harrenhal and then took it off to give it to Baelish. Okay. Yeah. And then um, Baelish was like, actually, I've got the eerie now, so. Yeah. Like, I think the most recent owner was Baelish, but like, he didn't go there or anything. Mm. I don't think he wanted it. Everyone knows Harrenhal's around. Yeah, I'm, like, Harrenhal is somewhere in the fingers, isn't it? Or, li- like, near it might where be. Catelyn and Littlefinger grew up. Well, Catelyn grew up in Eerie. No, no, no. Did Littlefinger not grow up in the Riverlands? But he was from the Fingers. Yes, yes. So Harrenhal, I think, is near the Riverlands. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, we'd have to look at the map to be completely sure. I think but so. Because I think it's in the West. You'd think we would know the map better from... Well, we don't. It's a hard map, you guys. It's in every episode. Yes. And it changes sh- every season. Yeah, but they show you Harrenhal for ten episodes at least. Yeah, well. Other interesting that, um, I was watching a video about the wonders of um, the world of Ice and Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and only some of them are named and the rest are like guests but one of the wonders would have been the lighthouse mm. in um, Old Time which is based off a real world wonder of course and um, ones that aren't in the show would be the pyramids of Marine were actually okay. based on other pyramids that were much bigger Yeah. and they're obviously based on pyramids of Giza yeah. which are a wonder um, the Bravo statue the big one mm-hmm. is based on the Titan of Rhodes yes yeah um, so you know and then the wall is based on Hadrian's wall yeah but these are all like cool wonders and they're just cool locations and it's fun to see them in the show I loved that pyramid I was like yeah Daenerys loves in the fucking period my Egyptian goddess queen yeah yes, no, you know it, it, it shows that she is like the ruler she deserves to be well yeah. you don't think so who is Marine still under her control after she leaves I think so I think she like leaves someone to be in control doesn't I've, she need Dario to be in control maybe we're never gonna hear from him again anyway no we're never hearing from him again he's gone yeah bye bye so stunned. Yeah, I think season eight's gonna be all Westeros. Probably. Which is good, I think. I mean, yeah, like, cause this is literally where it all comes to a head. So I'm, I'm ready to see it all happen here. Yeah, so I think those are my favorite locations. One I would like to add, I guess, is I don't think Winterfell looks that pretty. But nah, I do Winterfell's think the God's boring. Wood is pretty. The God's Wood was pretty. Yeah, even especially when it's snowing. Yeah. Like I think that's one of the things that Winterfell's history almost always sees snow. Mm. Is it snowing in King's Landing at the end of season 7? I actually can't remember. I think when Jamie leaves it starts snowing. Maybe. Like, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, because like, winter is, is here. Yeah, it's going to snow here. Even in the desert of Dorne, it's going to snow. It's yeah. going to be mad to see. Yeah. I hope we do get to see it all, because that's going to be fun. Season 8 episode will just be like, showing snow everywhere. Because mm. <laughs> that's kind of what they're doing for the trailers. Like, the trailers don't show seeds from the show. That's not what Game of Thrones has ever done. Yeah. 
So they're just like, here's spooky, eerie scenes that probably have nothing to do with the show. So it's just like snow all over Winterfell and John's sword lying on the ground. Yeah. Because, yeah, sure, John's going to die, whatever you say, Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, we're, we're ready to see what happens. Yeah. So I think we should probably actually talk about what we think might happen. All right. Are there any real predictions like you think are going to happen? Like something that you think this is definitely happening? Well, we know the battle's going to happen. Oh, we know there's going to be some battles, yeah. I'm ready to see Fire Dragon face off against an Ice Dragon. That's going to be fun. What's interesting is, everyone always thought there'd be three Dragon Riders. But there's only two dragons. But there's an Ice Dragon. Yeah, but are they going to take control? Do we know if the Night King is going to ride it? Yeah, but he won't be one of Daenerys' Dragon Riders. See, I don't think there's going to be three... Targaryen dragon riders I think there's going to be three dragon riders well no what I mean is it, there's like like people always thought the three headed dragon was going to be Daenerys Tyrion John. yeah yeah or like every Dothraki had two blood riders mm. and they thought Daenerys would have two dragon riders with her mm. but now she only has one dragon so that's not going to happen because... I mean we don't know if something might be done to like reverse the effects of white walkerism do you think there will be I don't know that's the kind of thing. Like, Melisandre didn't die. She was sent away. So maybe she's going to come back. Oh, she said she's coming back. So that's yeah. definitely happening. So we don't know what she's going to do. There is a lot of people with king's blood. Well, so... I'm thinking... I don't think they can come back because they still rot. True. But, like, it's such a recent kill. I guess. And, like, the way the Night King was made into a, night, uh, into a White Walker... Like, it was literally by inserting dragon glass into his chest. Yeah. Which so is interesting. Yeah. I think that's what kills people. So, like, I mean, what made him also undoes him. So, I think that's probably why. Mm. Um, but, like, so we don't know if something could be done to reverse the effects on such a new corpse thing. Yeah. But would that happen after the battle? Like, would they I don't know. bother? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Because, you know, after they killed the Night King, mm-hmm. all of his things he's taken control of die again. True. But also, as far as dragon riders go, we don't know how the gender of dragons works. Yeah. Like, we know she still has Drogon and Rhaegal. Yeah. So, she still has those two. But we don't know if these eggs are actually like sibling eggs we don't know if that's a factor we don't know if they're male or if they're female we just know they're dragons yeah i wouldn't be shocked if we got more dragons yeah like the if if i would i could see the series ending with definite more dragon eggs yeah everyone expects them to be boys just because she named them after her boy brothers yeah but like they're also they're just names yeah you know like there are pe- plenty of people named. That would be a people. fun twist. Yeah, I would like to see that. Like if some maester just came up there, like Sam has like study dragons. Someone goes, well, that's a woman dragon. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that could happen. Like Drogon. Oh, such a pretty girl. Oh no, it's it's a he. Uh, I'm sorry, Your Majesty, but it's actually a he. Here's her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, point to some. I think you'll find that it is in fact not a he. Yeah. It would be also then be cool if chickens don't need to find a male to have eggs do they fertilized eggs yes oh do they yeah um chickens lay eggs just unfertilized the ones you eat and then if they're 
fertilize, then they lay them, and those eggs turn into birds. Oh, so then Viserion still needs to fuck Drogons. Or whichever one's still alive. Rhaegal. Rhaegon. Rhaegal. They're all on. No, they're not. Drogon, Viserion, Rhaegon. No. Google it. Rhaegal. Um. Told you. Then why would you have to be ons? Mm-hmm. She had she had it on the two names. Fuck off, Daenerys, with your shitty naming schemes. See, I watch the show with subtitles. Who has the time? Me. It gets I don't in the way. Well. It really doesn't get in the way. It makes me understand them better. Ugh, it gets in the way for me. Does No TV have subtitles? I haven't been watching on No TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I don't get fucked. Thanks. Nah, it, it probably will. Deaf people have to be able to watch things. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, another prediction, I think, is... Okay. Who do you think is going to go on the Iron Throne? Oh. Can we do a bet? No. Okay, I personally think that it's either going to be both John and Daenerys together as a power couple or just one or the other. You don't think it could be anyone else? I feel like other people are going to try, but I feel like it's going to come down to them. I feel like yeah. they're going to get together and they're going to have little Targaryen babies. Do you think they will be next on the Iron Throne or might, might someone get there before them? Well, I think they're endgame. I don't know if they're necessarily next within the yeah. season, but I think they're going to be the last people on the Iron Throne. I wouldn't be surprised if Euron and Cersei get married this season. They're meant to. Yeah. For, like, an alliance. But I still think she's going to keep fucking Jamie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Like, because she's pregnant right now. Well, his kid. if she is. Well, okay, she made it seem like she was pregnant, so maybe she's pregnant, unless it's a lie, but I feel like it's probably not. Yeah. I don't know, a fourth kid wasn't in the prophecy. Oh, you know what? I thought the prophecy just said that the, her kids were going to be beautiful and, and and their hair would be golden, but so would be their shreds. I, didn't, I, I don't remember if she said it was three. I think she said three. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know. I, but then to be fair, she also had a black-haired boy. Fourth. True. Who died. True. So I don't know, can we agree with that prophecy too much? I don't know. Like, w- I would love for them to just throw prophecies at the door. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, look, the prophecy didn't happen at all. Because I'm sick of sh- It's such a stereotype mm. for shows. And then the prophecy gets revealed in an interesting twist. There's too many prophecies. Yeah. Like, how many of Daenerys' dreams were prophecies? Like, mm. all of them. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I don't know. I think... I think Euron will marry Cersei, but I think she'll still keep the power. Yeah. As queen, I don't think he'll become yeah. king. So I think it'll kind of be like what we have in Great Britain right now, where yeah. it's queen and her prince she's married to. Mm-hmm. Prince, yeah. yeah, so I think that's what'll happen. Because um, she's promised to him. I think he won't help her unless they fucking do it. Hmm. Um, maybe we'll see the Golden Company finally. Yeah, because I know that's where he's gone right now to go get yeah. the Golden Company. Um, I know, spoilers for the books. Mm. The Golden Company are already invading Westeros with someone else in the books. Okay. So I think this is just going to be their version of doing that, but just with Euron instead. Yeah. So that's why I think it's definitely going to happen. They've teased it enough now to the point where it has to happen too. Yeah. But I can't wait to see the Golden Company. That's going to be such Yeah, fun. No, that's going to be interesting. Um, characters from the Golden Company will be one of the last people who were interested introduced in the books that are actually going to meet in the show, hopefully. Okay. So like, I think it'll happen. I think those characters will be there. It might be slightly different. They might put certain characters and mix mm. them together like they did with Kyburn, who is all f- mixed with a maester or pyromancer in the books. Mm-hmm. And they just put them into one character for the show. Which okay. they do quite a bit. 
So like you know, it's just it's weird to think that it has it has caught up with the books two seasons ago, but hasn't fully caught up with the books. How do you think John's gonna find out about his lineage? I think fucking Bran will say it. Yeah, like it's just it's it's just whether or not Bran's gonna be the one to tell him or Sam is, because I know Sam is like shit. They might do it together. Maybe they'll do it together. But it'll be fun because I don't think Daenerys will know. I think they'll say it to John separately. See, I don't know because like I feel like Daenerys will know, but how is she going to react? Do you think she'll yeah. be fine with it because she's a Targaryen and incest is normal for them? Well, I think she knows incest is the reason the Targaryen bloodline got so fucked up and mad. Mm. So I don't think she'd be one hundred percent okay with it because, like, here's the thing: at one point, the Targaryen did marry a side more, but then her father, the Mad King, married his sister, mm-hmm. and I don't know about his parents. See, they definitely started inbreeding as time went on. Yeah. But they did the same thing with their dragons. Yeah. Which also fucked up the dragons. Yeah. So I don't know. I think she might be against inbreeding, but maybe they're far enough apart and look different enough and have different genes. That would be okay. Maybe. But she would literally be fucking her brother's son. And I think, she, I don't know how she would feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. I think she'd be freaked out for like, a bit. Even if she reacts like, oh, okay, this is fine. But John is like, ew, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that would be fucked up. Yeah. And maybe like she has to convince him maybe I don't know but like I definitely see them as endgame I feel like they're gonna like overcome it in some way who do you think is gonna die in season 8 okay I think Jorah's gonna die oh straight up I think Jorah is gonna like die protecting Daenerys and yeah. I feel like at some point maybe she will kiss him but not in a romantic way just in a you have done so much for me and yeah. you are like my ultimate like my soulmate in a non-romantic way kind of My thing. way of predicting he's going to die is who would be most heartbreaking to die. That also isn't too important to the story to die. Mm-hmm. Sam. See, I don't want to think that. I don't want to think Sam's going to die. I want to believe he's going to have a happy ending on a farm somewhere with a bun- bunch but of books But wouldn't it be very Game of Thrones? If, it would be very Game of Thrones. If after he told John, he was less important to the story, so he died. Yeah, I mean, I personally don't think he's going to die. And if he does die, it's going to be really sad for me. Uh, other people I see dying uh, possibly Jamie or Brienne I think there is a possibility of them fighting each other again I don't know he's going up to join them hmm but like we know Cersei wants to betray them yeah but he's not fighting for Cersei anymore true I don't think they're going to fight again I think they're going to be happy to see each other but I think one of them will die and possibly in the other person's hands oh Exactly. Wait, in their arms or at their hands? No, in their arms. Okay. Because, like, oh, shit. Do you think Bronn's going to get his castle? He better. He's... I don't think he's going to get a castle. I don't know. A Lannister always pays his debts. Yeah, but, like, what if... I don't know. Maybe he will get a castle and then it'll get destroyed in the battle or something. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that'd be ironic. What do you think Gendry's going to get up to? Die. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, could you imagine if he became king? I don't think I'd be satisfied. Do you think, like, I remember a lot of people were shipping Gendry and Arya together despite the fact that she was, like, 11 at the time? Yeah. And, like, do you think now that they're older, they might reship them? Now I'm into it. Now I'm into it because they're both very hot, so I wouldn't mind seeing them together. And I do think they will carry each other, and she, she, I think she'll be so happy to see him. Oh, yeah, no. When Arya, like, sees Gendry again, I want her to see Pork Pie again. Hot Pie. I've been calling him Pork Pie. His name's Hot Pie. God, are you fast shaming him? Pork Pie? Like a pig? Like, oink, I'm sure oink. he has made Pork Pies. No. I want Arya to see Hot Pie again. I want her to see Gendry again. Well, Her... she's going to, isn't she? 
Well, she must at some point. I think Edry's on that boat with all of them. Yeah, so she must see him again at some point. And like Arya's, um, re when she reunites with John, I feel like it's just going to be like a very much they look at each other and then they just hug and nothing needs to be said. Yeah. And like I feel like John might like maybe not cry but just like really break down and get vulnerable because like yeah. this is his little baby sister, the only one of the Stark kids he ever really identified with. Yeah. Because they both didn't have the the Tully coloring. They were both so close. Yeah. It's gonna be emotional. Cause like, didn't John give her needle? Yeah. Yeah, like this is gonna be intense. Oh, and then um, oh, just so many reunions. There's gonna be so many. Like um, Jamie, I hope gets reunited with Brienne. At least just to like talk. Yeah, cause like, um, did they reunite in the episode where everyone goes to King Family? I feel like they didn't. I don't think they really had a chance to talk. Yeah. I know Brienne was there with John. I feel like Brienne really didn't talk. Yeah, I feel like she was just sort of there. Yeah, it was actually, you know what, weird. I mean, what else was she supposed to say? Like, it was the kings and queens talking. Yeah. Like, she was there on Sansa, to be honest. Mm. But then, like, what was the point? Because there were more important things. There was the White Walker. Yeah. Like, literally there. So, yeah. Oh, Podrick. <sighs> I want Podrick to find someone. He definitely made the whores very You know what? Podrick's gonna die. Like, they all gave him, him back his money. Like, no, yeah. we, we could not possibly take thank you for your service. Yeah, but I, th- I think he's gonna die. <laughs> he might. In battle. Yeah, he might. Someday. He might, like, die in, like, a really noble way. I think he'll die in a really noble way. Mm. I think... Podrick might die, and then Brienne might come and have him in her heart. Like, you were a great squire the whole time. I'm sorry for being mean to you. And then she'll die while holding Podrick. And then Jamie will run over to her. It's like, I loved you, Reed, the whole time. Your Cersei's nothing to me. And then she, I don't see that happening. I don't know. I Do you ship them? Uh, Jamie and Brienne? Yeah. No. No? No, I ship Brienne and Tormund. Oh, but I think I think Brienne's made it quite clear. She does not want that. Yeah, but I feel like he might do something. And then she's just going to be like, huh. So you think they might get together? I don't. I think they might like get a bit flirty. I don't know yeah. if they're necessarily going to actually get together, but I feel like Tormund's going to be like, like maybe not even a romantic relationship. I feel like Tormund might, might just be like, "You are such an amazing, fantastic warrior. Just let me follow you." The way Jorah follows yeah. Daenerys. Here's a little fun game we can play, and we can look back that as episode's gone. Uh-huh. What do you think will happen in episode one? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Your wildest guess. My wildest guess. Okay. Tyrion is going to try and convince Danny and John to do something. Maybe. That's very smart, and they're going to not do it. How do you think he feels it. about them fucking? Well, I don't think Tyrion's into Danny. No. But I wonder how he feels about the Queen having possible situations with the King of the North. Well, it could be an alliance. So. Yeah. And then what? Well, I feel like there's going to be some cool dragon looking stuff. I think there's going to be more Arya, Sansa, Bran action in Winterfell. Yeah. And like the boat that was on its way to Winterfell, I think will probably arrive. Well, it's on its way to White Harbor and then they'll go to Winterfell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly don't know what to say. So you think season eight, episode one will be kind of like an episode for a reunion? I feel like... Maybe this the will calm be the before the storm. Where, yeah, I feel like this is going to be the episode where people get back to each other after being separated for so long. Some for the better, some for the worse. I agree. 
So for season two, I'll give myself that, and then you can have episode three. I mean, episode two, and then you can have episode three. Um, I think episode two will be a great battle. I think it will be the first battle of many. Do you think there'll be a there'll be a battle that soon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I would have thought more prep for a battle, or like calling the banners and getting people together and assembling your army, and then a battle in maybe episode three. I don't know. I just think. I think there's going to be a battle with the White Walkers quite early on in Winterfell. I think they're not going to... Oh, yes. White Walkers-wise, yes. Yeah. You're in right. episode two. Yeah. And I think maybe they won't win completely. I think they might lose a few people, but the White Walkers might lose a few people, and I think mm-hmm. they'll retreat further down south. Because I think even after they... I feel like they will defeat the White Walkers, but even yeah. after that, I feel like there'll be another battle for the Iron Throne. Yeah. So I think there's... I don't think they'll beat some in the first, episode, in the first battle. Mm. I think... I mean, I'm going to give you episode three, but oh, I think in episode two is a big battle. They don't fully win and they start retreating. Yeah. And like in episode three, I think there's going to be like, they're bolstering. They're trying to like really defeat them. But also there might be some betrayal. Maybe. Do you like think maybe there'll be splintering of like, who, we said we were an alliance, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go our own. Do you think it's going to be like earlier episodes where everyone's looking for alliances and then people are also betraying on people left, right and centre? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could agree with that. For episode four... Mm. I'm thinking another battle but further down in the region I think they're going to slowly be moving down through Westeros as the dead keep coming Yeah. but I think loads of people are going to evacuate I think um, I don't know I feel like they'll just keep going down as they have in previous seasons they've gone down through Westeros they've been recruiting people they've been finding alliances different people coming up to attack them back and forth I wouldn't be surprised if they go on the path down that Ned Stark took in the first season Mm. where they go down and they end up in King's Landing I think there will be a battle before King's Landing but not far away from King's Landing yeah. and that will be the final battle with White Walkers mm-hmm. I think that could be episode 4 or 5 Okay. maybe episode 4 maybe I think that's going to be a big battle I think they're going to win I think that's. I do think the story is the White Walkers get defeated yeah I feel like they're either going to get defeated properly or it's just going to be like a they're gone but maybe they'll come back so people go back to the Night's Watch. Or maybe there'll be something with the children of the forest where they reverse it or something. I thought they all got killed. Maybe. Unless a couple survived. Possibly. Or maybe they weren't the only children in the forest left. Maybe. We don't know. And like, we don't know the extent of Bran's three-eyed raven powers. Or even the Red Priest might do something. Mm. But then, well, episode five, do you watch anything happen? Well, after battles with the White Walkers, if they do defeat them in episode four, which is a possibility because then there's only like, what, two episodes left yeah. to really wrap things up. I think there's going to be a really big battle for the future of Westeros itself as in who's going to rule. Yeah. So I feel like that's either going to be Daenerys and Jon joined together, you know, taking people down, both riding a dragon because we saw that the dragons really like, you know, they, they yeah, vibed with Jon. There are two dragons left. Yeah. This could be one queen, one king. Like, and so I feel like Cersei's going to you know, throw a lot at them, but I feel like she's ultimately going to get defeated. Yeah. So, I agree with you, and here's the thing. I think the story, like all the fights and stuff, is going to wrap up in episode 5. Mm. And I think episode 6 is going to be dedicated to, like... Seeing what the world is like now. Yeah, like, Westeros almost at peace. Mm. Maybe a callback to everyone. Maybe we might see Marine and Asaphor and all the other cities from the yeah, past. Yeah, if we just see, like, a lot of different people and where their story gets tied up, I'd love that. that I think that would be a good finale episode. Like, Sansa off... I feel like Sansa would be the ruler of Winterfell if Jon yeah. is up in King's Landing. I feel like Sansa would be the the new ruler of Winterfell and that I, I would see working. Sam could either become Grand Maester mm. 
or become Lord. He could maybe start his own teachings as well. Like, you don't have to be celibate. You can just come and learn from me. And he could start, like, a big library. He could start his own college or university or something. I'm thinking he could... If he did that, I think he would do it at Hornhill. Do you think so? Or I think he would become Lord of Hornhill. I feel like if he were to become Lord of Hornhill... That's if he doesn't die. I already said I think he dies. Yeah. If he doesn't die, I feel like if he did get Hornhill, he would turn it into some sort of place to learn. I feel like he would give knowledge freely to everyone. I feel like he wouldn't hoard it. What about Arya? What's going to happen? She did. See, I feel like she's going to kill a bunch more people on her list and then finally have the the chance to kill one last person. And I feel like she's not going to do it. I feel like she's going to feel like she doesn't need that anymore. Also, maybe she'll take up traveling with the Hound again. Could be. I feel like, I just really feel like that their reunion is going to be really heartfelt because I feel like they both do in a way love each other. Not romantically at all, but just like a bond that they have formed together. And I feel like they might just be like, well, I'm heading that way. And she'll be like, oh, I'm also heading that way. And then they'll just head that way together and, you know, travel. I think I think providing Tyrion lives, mm. he would either be Hand of the Queen, the King Queen. Mm-hmm. Or because they're two rulers, they're both so logical, maybe he would go back and rule Casterly Rock and Lannisport. Maybe. Because I think someone has to get every great house. Yeah. So I'm wondering who might get the River Lance. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. See, here's the thing. Sansa likes Winterfell. She does. But she was always a more southern person. She was always more happy when she was in like a warmer climate. Well, okay. She was really upset all the time. But she did seem to thrive. Before she was upset, she did enjoy King's Landing more. I wouldn't be surprised if she got Riverlands. Maybe. And Arya got Winterfell. Do you kind of want to see Tyrion end up with someone? I don't know. He deserves I don't know. Love. I feel like he deserves to be happy, but also, does that mean a relationship? Does it? Does it know? I don't know. I, I don't think s- so. Do you think, uh, what about, would me, Sunday and Grey One, if they live? I think that, I, I would like to think that they end up together and happy and just have a life together, a really simple life together. You think, because of how Westeros works, I think everyone has to be given a Grey House. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if Grey Worm and Miss Sunday got the one. Maybe. Because I think it would be most familiar to them. Mm. It would be the most Essos-like. Maybe. Um, there's also the Stormlands. Mm. Um, where the Baratheon's rule. I don't know who would get that. Um, possibly Gendry, because he's a Baratheon. Yeah, maybe they'll legitimise Gendry. I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, I wonder, does he feel the need to be legitimised? I doubt he feels the need, but I wouldn't, don't think he'd say no to be given, made head of a yeah. great house. Uh, and then also, there's the reach. Someone has to give him the reach. Hmm. Don't know who. Yeah. But yeah, I think everyone will get a house if there's a, if they go with the happy ending game thrown through it. I don't think they're gonna go all the way with a happy ending. I think there's gonna be bittersweet moments, but like. Yeah, I don't think it'll be one hundred percent happy. I feel like overall, if we, Jamie lives, satisfying. he might get Lannisport and Castle Rock. Oh, you know he might. With Brienne. I don't think they're going to end up together. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, Tormund, I think, will stay as head of Nightwatch or something. He might. Will they need the Nightwatch anymore? I, oh! That's the thing. Whether or not they really defeat the Nightwalkers once and for all, or just push them back into like a hibernation for the we'll next... We'll decide on where they need White. Yeah. If not, Tormund could probably have one of the Great Houses too. Maybe. Maybe to reach, because like, I don't know who would go there. Maybe... Part of it that this is going to be that they knock down the wall. Oh well, I mean, because they're already knocking down the wall to come invade. Yeah, maybe the wall's partially destroyed up. anyway, so they could just destroy the rest. Yeah, and maybe expand up north. That could be mm. the Eighth Kingdom. Oh, the Eighth Kingdom. There could be an Eighth Kingdom. Ran by torment. Oh, I'd be into that. 
the far north. I, I'm into that. I'm into that story. I'd be happy with that. So yeah, what we're gonna do is, as the season goes on, we're gonna look back at what we predicted for each episode and like see where we went wrong, see what we, you know, we went right with. We could go completely wrong episode one and yeah, be wrong for all the episodes. Yeah, everything could just just be, you know, proper bullshit. Like maybe we're wrong about yeah. everything, but like I can't wait to find out. But yeah, just a fun talk experiment for us. Yeah. But um, thank you for listening. This has been the first episode of our mini podcast on Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah, I've had a really good time with today's episode, and like I'm excited to like give yeah. you our thoughts on each new episode to come out because it's only six episodes. This is gonna be a really short podcast series. Yeah, we're gonna do um this prequel episode. We're gonna do the six series episode, and we're gonna do like a thoughts after the finale thing. Yeah, after it all wraps up, we'll talk about everything we got from the season, everything we got from the show so far, whether or not we're happy with the ending. Will there be prequels? Will there not? And then we're going to want to hear from you. What you thought of this season, what you thought of the whole show, who your favourites were, what you wish would have happened, what you wish didn't happen. We want to hear everything you thought. Our Twitter and Instagram will be linked in the description. We yeah. will be releasing these every Friday after the new episode comes out. Mm-hmm. So this one will be the Friday before the episode. Then we'll have the episode on Sunday night for you Americans, Monday morning for us. And then yeah. we'll have our podcast thoughts on it. That gives you plenty of time to watch the episode. Yeah, if don't complain that there's spoilers. Like, we are giving you five days. Like, we always say, like, if you're watching this or if you're listening, you know, there's going to be spoilers. We can't help it. Like, you really got to catch up if you want to know it. I know this doesn't give you a lot of time because in other stuff, it's movies that already came out or it's books that have been out for years. But in this case, you've got five days. It's Game of Thrones. You do not have an excuse. Yeah, it, like, I mean... Don't pirate it. Yeah, don't pirate it. Don't be that guy. But you literally could pirate it right after you Like, it's going to be available. It's the most pirate show of all time. Don't pirate it, but you could literally pirate it. No, what I mean is, <laughs> it is available the second it's out. Yeah. It's so easy to get. You shouldn't pirate it. You should pay for it. But just don't use the excuse that you couldn't watch it. You can. Yeah, you could watch it. You know, so thanks for listening. I've been Adam. And I've been Kat. And we've been Game of Thrones watchers. <laughs> Bye. Bye.